Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. And today uh, I want to talk about the the split uh, of Bungie from Activision, you know, the split that they have. They were partners, they've been partners for quite some time. Uh, I think since 2010, they enter into this partnership. Uh, and uh, and definitely the, it's been a roller coaster, I would say, for Bungie and also for uh, Activision and anything that they have developed together. They have developed Destiny. Uh, Destiny, um, it's a game that, uh, uh, in this case, this franchise uh, came when, when the first one, Destiny 1, came out. Of course, there were a lot of, lot of hope. There were a lot of promises. You know, people were really excited for it because, of course, Bungie, one of the greatest developers of recent memory, uh, was behind it. And, of course, the promise of really creating an open world, uh, you know, to constantly continue building chapter after chapters in a game that will last for years. Well, it didn't work out the way they promised and the way people were expecting. Uh, even though there was a big... Uh, following you know a lot of fans uh very hardcore fans love destiny uh and i put a lot of hours into it uh of course activision and the way the activision works you know as a company as a distribution company uh and the timelines of course they're the ones putting the money investing the money into it and they demand more of course you know they pretty much they build destiny 2 and even though destiny 2 came and have fixed a lot of things and i played destiny 2 uh, some yeah, you know, I play. I think more than I have played Destiny One. Uh, definitely, there was a lot of things that were created that were great, but there's a lot of things that Destiny doesn't have right. And if you have played Destiny Two on the PS4 or the Xbox One, you know um, that it's not a perfect game. Even though there's a lot of DLC, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that has been added and expansions. Uh, I, I, personally, I can tell you one thing: it has never hold my attention the way. Um, you know, has never held my attention the way other game games have done other franchises, and I think uh, you know a lot of it has to do with the way that you know Activision has really managed the way they do microtransactions, which I talk about it in a previous uh, uh you know in this case uh in a previous uh, podcast uh, you might not. I have it on a still on the Lizard podcast, maybe 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 too old, but you can find this in YouTube in one of my videos, uh, where I talk about the the you know what you know the microtransactions, the way they're hurting the industry, but the way they're making money out of it. These big companies, you're looking at companies like EA or Activision primarily, which are big big companies that you know pretty much own a lot of franchises, so they distribute a lot of franchises with a lot of small developers, and they have built this where microtransactions have become the new thing. You know, were everywhere. So I think, you know, one of the, the reasons about uh, this split, a lot of people are very excited that I want to talk about it, about this split and how it affects you, how it affects me, how it affects pretty much the gaming industry come, going forward. Uh, Bungie has been at the center stage uh, as a developer of the gaming industry, and he has defined the gaming industry in more ways than one. Um, Bungie was created back in the 90s, 91, 92, a company that was actually based in uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it moved now. It's in Bellevue, Washington. That's where the headquarters are located. Uh, it was in 2000 when it was bought 
by Microsoft and developed what was called, of course, Halo, uh, you know, Combat Evolve, which for, by many is considered uh, pretty much one of the greatest games of all time, you know, the first Halo. And of course, that created uh, the follow up, you know, there were other, you know, Halo 2, Halo 3, which are considered some of the greatest games uh, of the Xbox era, Xbox 360 era. Uh, it really defined uh, the first-person shooter genre, but also the way multiplayers were played. Many of the games of today, uh, even the term that came out, the Halo clone, came out for everything that they put up, or they they develop, and the things that they introduce into you know, multiplayer, but also first-person shooters. It was Halo at the center of it. And it was always Bungie, uh, a developer that in many ways had the freedom to move and to create and do as much as they wanted to do. And some of the best times, you know, if you remember, I used to play, you know, the Halo series on the Xbox, the first Xbox and, of course, Xbox 360. So I have fun memories of playing with Halo, you know, Halo games, home phenomenal games. I want to say perfect games, but they were very fun and it's still fun to play. Uh, and Bungie, of course, had the freedom to do whatever. Of course, when Bungie, uh, is split, you know, from, but was, by 2007, they split up from, uh, in this case, um, Microsoft to do their own thing. And they entered in a partnership with Microsoft, uh, with Activision. Uh, the idea was for really, uh, for in this case, for, uh, Bungie to have the freedom to do whatever they wanted to do. And, uh, even though it's been, they have the opportunity to create Destiny, and there was lots of speculation. Destiny has been very rocky from the start, to the point that even though there is a very hardcore fan base, and I have a lot of friends that love Destiny and Destiny Two particularly, it's not a game that really holds uh, as much interest for a, a vast majority of people, even though it has a big fan base worldwide. So, uh, and, and many of this has been the blame has been put, of course, in Activision because of the practices, the way they do things, you know, the microtransactions and so on and so on so this you know really uh, the news that were you know released today and actually in this case uh, Bungie uh, made the announcement in their own website and in the official statement Bungie said this uh, with Activision we created something special to date Destiny has delivered a combination of over 50 million games and expansions to players all around the world uh, following the eight-year run, Activision has transferred publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie, allowing the developer to fully control and publish its own property. Bungie for further stated, with our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish on our own, while Activision will increase their focus on own IP projects. So right now, as you can see, pretty much now uh, Bungie walks away. Not only with that, they have now full control of destiny 2 so people are really excited because this means a lot of good things also means some things that uh might be bad things but also they, they may be a bit iffy what's next what's going to happen next you know i can tell you one thing i was excited when destiny 2 came out i thought it would be a great game but you know to be honest it didn't hold my attention it was not as great as i wanted it to be I felt that it was just a missed opportunity. Even with the, all the expansions, you know, it just hasn't really worked out well, you know. And the way it is set up with microtransactions and all of that is really makes the game, it takes away from the enjoyment of a full game, of this game. 
But now with, you know, now the Bungie, uh, we, we have known for so long, the Bungie has always been very resentful with Activision for the way they're doing things. Now Bungie can dictate and desire what the future will bring, not only for this game, but also for uh, uh, Destiny 3 that was already on the works, already on the works. And though, because, of course, you know, Activision kind of set the stage for it. Now, um, a lot of people are saying that per, they don't know exactly what's going to happen next. They don't know if, uh, and very, it's very likely they will push the dates for the release for, uh, for uh, you know, this Destiny 3. But on the meantime, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Unknowns what's going to happen with uh, Destiny 2. Of course, now it's under the control and they're going to continue running, of course, the servers. It's going to continue being played up. So all of that is not going to change, but now it's Bungie controlling the release dates. There were a lot of uh, some, some uh, DLC that was promise that will come expansions for this year for destiny 2 we don't know how the release are going to be how they're going to control it but in reality this really gives a lot of room uh to say the least you know f to bungie to really plan out exactly how they want to handle this a and i want to point this out why i'm talking about it this today you know what is the importance of it well, the important is this, you know, we are coming into a new era in gaming. You know, there was a time, you know, where a lot of small developers, in order for them to produce and to publish their own products and IPs, they have to sign up. But sometimes they have to, you know, sell their soul. They sold their soul to all these big companies like EA or Activision to for them to control, you know, what they were doing. They didn't have full control of their IPs. They were at the pretty much at the mercy of these big companies and their CEOs and they're pretty much more of, of uh, pretty much of investors for them to decide exactly what the future will bring. That was the bottom line of this. So this, uh, you know, no matter how much they tried, they were pretty much limited and controlled by the mindset and the culture of these big corporations. But now companies are taking control, you know, and this is not the first one. You know that with Epic Games, for example, with Fortnite. Even though I hate Fortnite, well, I would say that I hate I just don't like it. You know, I tried it, but it just doesn't really call my attention. But the bottom line with uh, Epic Games, that you know, a great company also that was at some point was pretty much under the control of Microsoft develops the Unreal Engine and, of course, Gears of Wars, which is considered another staple of the Xbox. <coughs> but now, uh, sorry for the cough, but now, uh, of course, Epic Games with Fortnite is really pretty much uh, the money just flowing. Fortnite has total control of Fortnite where they can do whatever they want to do and they're doing whatever they want to do and they give in uh, fans, in this case millions, legions of fans, whatever they want. They have full control as developers and distributing their own stuff and I think that this opportunity for Bungie is also the openness now. Bungie can take the same mantle and really push. Of course, you, when you compare Fortnite with Destiny. Of course, Fortnite is in a much better level. So some people are saying that the possibility of even Destiny to go pretty much use the same metrics of pretty much free-to-play are there, although Destiny is developing a different format where, you know, a lot of this stuff is you have to pretty much collect a lot of this stuff in order to kind of advance. So there's a couple of things. We don't know exactly how Bungie is going to handle this. You know, now, of course, they don't have their financial backing. They have their own backing. They want to have to figure it out in order in other ways, uh, ways in order for them to be profitable with Destiny 2 or whatever place come next uh, and Destiny 3, which we know that right now, because of the situation with Destiny, uh, Destiny 2 and all the relationship that has with Activision that really, really, really murk, uh, 
the the waters, you know, to a point where people are not really keen to go back. Because I can tell you one thing. Right now in my list, there's so many games that I'm playing that really thinking about going back to Destiny 2 is one of those things that I, I don't I don't feel it unless there's something great that has been given to us. So I don't know. So there's a lot of notes, but uh, for, on the on the one end, it, it's good to know that developers are taking steps in order to have more control, more freedom, because there's nothing more important than artistic freedom, you know. And I know a lot of people are excited because it means that we are going to see more of this, more companies taking co- full control of their own IPs and being able to distribute themselves their own product. Uh, and, you know, we are coming into a time that is easier for these developers to do it because we're going into a virtual world with, you know, in reality, the downloadable games are easier than just physical games. You know, it's easier to find them. And then more and more people are opting for, you know, downloading uh, games, which it really doesn't cost a lot of stuff for a lot of these developers that, you know, having to produce or manufacture, you know, this into this and into, uh, and we, we see that, you know, that jump, we're going into more the digital route rather than the physical route. So, it, there is a time and you know you have to keep your eyes open to see what's going to happen next what the future will bring we know the future is changing in gaming uh which it's good at some time is is bad if you you you're reminiscent of the past if you like to look at the past in a nostalgic view but the gaming industry is adapting and moving and franchises are evolving and, and you know and to be honest with you i've been playing a lot of games recently a lot of great games i love games one of the things that i hate the most is microtransactions i do hate the systems that are being put in place, which makes it so hard for people to advance into in the gaming part, advance your you know, and to move up and you know to progress. And you have to technically you have to buy your way in, which is really disappointing. But it seems that that's the way. But uh, there's hope that now with developers really selling their product, you know, and you have to rec- you have to consider this: developers for the most part are small companies that are pro consumers versus the big corporations that they distribution they are more pro uh investors you know because for them it's about the bottom line is to make money you know every business is about make money but most developers uh you know they want to produce they're gamers or young people who want to produce art and they want the art to come to the masses and, you know, as developers, uh, you know, they have to find ways to be profitable as well, you know, and that requires some management skills that sometimes some of the small developers don't have. But ultimately, their goal is to produce a product that people want and love. And companies like Bungie has proven over the years to be more prone consumer than, you know, the big corporations like EA or Activision. So in reality, this is really good news. Uh, whatever way you split it or whatever way you cut it, they are good news in here uh how this is going to unfold we don't know and you know my hope is that this really pans out great for bungie but also for destiny fans and also for gaming in in, in general because uh, to be honest i would like to see bungie to develop more games more franchises like they have done like they did with halo which i do have a lot of fun memories so what is your opinion about this what do you think about it are you uh, do you hear the news or this is the first time you're hearing about this uh are you a fan of the halo series uh, do you have any memories that you want to share about the Halo series? Uh, are you a fan of Destiny? Are you playing Destiny, Destiny 2? Uh, I would like to hear it. What do you think about this? What do you think about Activision? Are you a fan of Activision? Are you a fan of Bungie? I would like to hear your thoughts in regards to this matter. So uh, once again, thanks for watching this video. If you're watching this through YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. 
Uh, don't forget to hit the notification button so you're reminded of the next video. Uh, if you listen to the podcast uh, through the different apps, please share the, the podcast. You can download it. You can send the link to your friends. And uh, uh, consider just supporting this, uh, uh, my channel and the podcast through Patreon account. So once again, thanks for watching. God bless you and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.